0: and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 10th, 2017 edition of Season 5 of the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Siegel Network. Every week, we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg. That's W-E-I-S. E L B E R G, or you could like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y L S Wise Guy. That's Y L S W E I S G U Y. And you can also friend me, follow me on Instagram. Handle is NSN Court Report. We'll be uh, updating that every so often, every week or so, every couple of days, with new and fascinating stuff regarding the Yeshiva League. Because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn has been servicing the Ashiva League for over a decade. And in just a little over three months from now, can't believe it's that time. We're already talking. It's halfway there. Just a little over three months from now, they'll be at it again. So get to them quickly. Get to them before that postseason rush happens. Give them a call, 718 769 41 one for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official, analyst, but most of all, like you, I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. If you have a smartphone and haven't downloaded the NSN app already, please do so. you have access to all of our episodes going all the way back to the very first one. Plus, to be able to send in comments for each show. Please keep the comments nice. Much like the show is not about me criticizing, degrading, or disrespecting players or coaches, please be courteous enough to do the same. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, First of all, I just want to lead off with this. I want to apologize for those of you that tuned in last week and didn't catch the show. Um, Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties that weren't picked up on our end as the show was going on. And so to a lot of people that tuned in, it sounded like there was nothing on the air. So I want to apologize. We've corrected the problem, obviously, if you're hearing us this week. And... um, so, I, I mean, it's unfortunate, and I wish that uh, I, I wish I can, you know, help everybody out with this. So what we're going to do is um, I've I have an audio backup of the show. We're going to be uploading it to the archives, and that should be available over the next day or so. If it isn't already up there, you'll be able to go back, listen to last week's show, the December third show, because a lot of what we're going to talk about today actually is a jump off from there. So it's it's a little um, it's gonna be a little hard but if uh you know just to get some context into what we're talking about today you know we have the the rematch from the SKA brewery contest we have TABCSAR we have um we have uh, a lot of stuff this week that really was impacted by last week's episode so you need to go back and take a look and take a listen to it And uh, I mean, you can obviously keep listening to our show now and then go back afterwards and be like, oh, okay, fine, that's how it all ties in. But you do not want to miss it. Again, our apologies on our end for the people who messaged us letting us know that uh, there was a problem. Uh, Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, To everybody else, again, our apologies, and uh, we're looking to make it right. Um, Getting to this week's episode, though, a lot of stuff happened this past week. And it really did change the landscape of the league. There were some leagues that were just so tightly packed together, and some leagues where it is officially a runaway. Um, We had our first playoff clinching scenarios um, uh, taken care of this past week. And we have several more that are on the way. I can't believe it's mid-December. We're talking about playoffs. The playoffs don't start for another two months. The playoffs don't start the middle of February, yet here we are today talking about the fact that there are teams that are eliminated already, teams that are three-quarters of the way through their schedule, and there are leagues that are getting ready to uh, name division champions even before Hanukkah. Yeah, that's right. This week is Hanukkah. This Tuesday night will be Hanukkah. Um, So that means that uh, we've really hit that milestone where on the other end of this you are much closer to the end than you are in the beginning there are roughly uh... there will roughly be three weeks between Chanukah and for what most of the yeshivas consider to be I I guess finals period so there are schools that draw their hard deadline at that several of the schools in our league will actually be off prior they'll be off after the Chanukah for the end of December, um, I guess the more public school style break, uh, Ramaz is one of those, I believe. Kushner also, so there are teams that are that sort of have to schedule around not only around their own vacation, but also around uh, you know the normal finals time. So the next couple of weeks get a little bit dicey. But you'll see a lot of games packed into the next two weeks, especially for those teams that can't get games after. And then you'll see several games packed into, uh, I guess you really can't do much after the break this year. I think the league set out a rule that for for most leagues, if not all, you really can only do one game after January. So these next three or four weeks really going to be action-packed. And uh, by the time we hit winter break, we should have a great idea ...as to who was moving out and who was moving on. So, uh, um, I mean, this week is going to be really interesting. Uh, Speaking of this week, because this week is Hanukkah, uh, right now we are tentatively scheduled to not have a show next Sunday. Um, Next Sunday we'll be taking off for the Hanukkah vacation, with the exception of if I can finally get a hold of, um, or get put together, a basketball interview... Every year we always have one to start up the year. This year we had a hockey one in the middle of the season. I feel bad. I want to get something for basketball up. And if I can get a, if I can get a basketball interview for next week, then that will be perfect. We'll have a show. I'll use that as my show, and that'll be great. Otherwise, we will be off next week, and I'll look to put that together uh, a little further on into the year, maybe a little more towards the playoffs, towards the end of the regular season but fear not we will get this done I've been in talks with uh, Frisch JV head coach W Foreman and he is ready willing and able we just need to take the time because obviously for the rest of us it's still a normal work week and uh, time uh, is not exactly available for all of us even over the Hanukkah break but I I just want to wish everybody a very happy Hanukkah Chag Sameach and uh, good lotkas and dreidel spins to all. Uh, with that, let's actually jump into this past week and this coming uh, week. We'll cover the next two weeks, I guess, with the games. Uh, not, always, not the results. Uh, there are times when I'll have enough information to really give you... Um, you know, playoff scenarios for two weeks. This is not going to be one of those times just because there are so many games packed into the next two weeks. I, I can definitely give you ones that we know of at the moment, but I'm not going to be able to obviously divine a head out for two weeks to be able to give you all the playoff clinching scenarios. So by the time we get back to the court report in two weeks, which is the 24th, I believe, There will be a lot to discuss. There will be a lot of teams already in playoff-locking positions, and uh, there will be teams who are looking at the end of their season, and then it's going to be all about the race for the seeding. Several leagues already in that race, and uh, we're going to get right into it because uh, this past week was an amazing week, and there's a lot to discuss. So we're going to start out with Varsity Hockey. Biggest games on the week involved Western teams, S.A.R. and T.A.B.C., facing each other this past Thursday night. Both teams came into the week high on the Western Division board. S.A.R., a 7-0-1 record after defeating Kushner earlier in the week, 7-0. T.A.B.C., a 5-0 record after defeating Ramaz this past Monday night. Earlier this season, two teams faced, we told you about it, 1-1 1-1 heading into overtime, 22 seconds in, TABC taking the victory in SAR. Something uh, inconceivable, I guess, earlier on in the year. Not only beating SAR, but going into the hive, into the rink that SAR has dominated teams in for the past few years and taking the game from them. Now, again, SAR taking that point is was huge because even though they lost it still meant that TABC would have to beat them again in order for that win to really, really have its full effect. And uh, the two teams met again this past Thursday night, and SAR able to turn the tables behind four Gordy Kolb goals to pull out a 6 nothing victory over TABC in TABC. So with that win, SAR jumps out, to an eight oh oh and one record, that's seventeen points, nine games into the year. Which I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it sets themselves up to clinch over the next few weeks. Right now, um, actually, we'll get to that. In, we'll get to where they stand in their division in just a second. Let's run through the rest of the games on the week. TABC, despite the loss, would bounce back last night with a four two victory in their cross-conference game over Hafter. Uh, TABC converting on three power plays for goals. Ephraim Tiger, Akiva Wieter, and Akiva Hayne, each putting home goals on the power play. Uh, Ephraim Tiger would add an empty netter. Jacob Kramer also notching a power play goal for Hafter. Daniel Salzberger, the lone, uh, I can't say the lone, but the lone Non-denominational uh, goal. Uh, obviously, if you count Tigers as an empty netter, you have a PPG, a PPG, a PPG, and an EN. And then you have for half. You have Jacob Kramer with the power play goal. Daniel Salzberger, the only normal goal on the night. Uh, TABC. Uh, the teams were tied after one period of play. TABC taking a three-two lead. Um, I believe it was a two. Sorry, a two-one lead at the end of two. And uh, then a uh, then the 4-2 victory for the TABC Storm. So TABC able to improve to six and one despite the lost SAR. Their first loss on the year. of TABC going two and one on the week. They have 12 points now. Uh, um, still puts them behind MTA. MTA, a 5 nothing loss to Frisch this past week. So MTA stayed stagnant at, uh, at seven wins, but now have one loss in addition to that. Also their first loss on the year for Frisch. The win jumped them up to 4-2-1, nine points into fourth place in the West. Uh, now halfway through their year, uh, three points behind TABC. Those two teams will meet up in a few weeks. Other games in the West this past week. Only one other West game. Uh, Hillel taking a 6-0 win over Westchester this past Thursday night. Moving over to the East. Several games on the slate. There were there were seven games, actually. Starting, uh, we'll start out at the top of the division. DRS. Rebounding from a, a bad stretch last week, topping Hank four to one this past Wednesday. So DRS getting back on the winning track, upping their record to seven one and one after last week's horrific. Uh, I, I I mean it wasn't a total loss. It wasn't a total loss. I mean you had the two one loss to DRS. Sorry, the two one loss to SAR. You had the tie to Frisch. Now trying to get back on the winning track, just focusing on taking the division. Uh, so their record now stands at 7-1-1 at the top of the pack, other games on the week. Uh, for Hank, that game was the second game that they played on the week. They also took an 8-2 victory over YDE on Monday night. YDE, uh, not getting the better stretch, now uh, dropping to a 2-6 and record. After also losing to Solomon Schechter four to three this past Thursday night in a very close one, Solomon Schechter upping their record to four two zero and one, still very much in the playoff conversation. Other games, uh, North Shore dominating Mag and David twelve to one. You had Hafter, uh, who we mentioned earlier. Hafter played a game earlier in the week, taking a massive victory over Shari Torah, and uh, you had two games this past Monday night that uh, resulted in forfeit victories. Rambam defeated Flatbush because of a forfeit, and Megan David defeated Shari Torah because of a forfeit. I'm not going to really opine on forfeits. Uh, Later on in the show, there's there's another, uh, I guess, a more massive problem to discuss. But um, I'm one of those guys that, especially as a coach, that really preaches commitment. You know, a, a team, being on a team means making a commitment to the team, and if it's not something you're going to make, that, that you really got to question whether or not you want to be on a team. That's pretty much all I'm going to say, because I know that for some schools it's just difficult to, you know, t- to get going, and in some schools you just, you know you're not going to have the manpower, but... And, again, we're all about inclusion in the league. We want as many people and as many kids to be able to play, but sometimes you just know that it's not going to happen, And but other people shouldn't be affected by it. And we'll get to that a little later on. I'm going to get off my soapbox now and just get back to the analysis. So... Taking a look at the standings now as they lay. In the Eastern Conference, you have DRS, 7-1-1, one, one, 15 points. You have Rambam and Northshore tied behind them. Rambam at 6-2, Northshore at 6-5, 11 of their 14 games already played. They both have 12 points. Hafter at 5-1, and one, after taking the loss to TABC last night, they're at 10 points. Solomon Schechter at 9 points at 4-2-0-1. Hank, their record drops. Well, I mean, they stay at five hundred, but they up themselves to four and three, and now after that loss, to DRS four and four. So they have eight points now crossed over the halfway mark of their year. Flatbush falling to three four oh and one seven points. Megan David at three and eight six points. Yde at two and six with four points. And Shari Torah. At ON10 with zero points on the year. Shari Torah only having a couple of games left. They will play one game this week and a game the week after, and then they will only have two games left on their year. So that is the East. Um, We'll move over to the West and we'll come back to the East. Just a little bit more analysis as to where teams lie. So in the West, SAR at 8. 0-0 Oh oh and one seventeen points. MTA behind at 7 and 1 with 14 points. TABC at 6 and 1, 12 points. Frisch 4, 2 and 1 with 9 points. Kushner 4 and 4, 8 points. And JEC at 3 and 4. Forgot to mention last night's game between Kushner and JEC postponed because of the weather. So JEC actually the only team out of every team. In the league to not play this past week, they would that last night would have been their only game. We'll give you a little more information as to when that game will be made up next week. Uh, Hillel tied with JEC at three and four. Ramaz four points two and seven still continuing the disappointing season, uh, taking that loss to TABC. Now best they can do is seven wins. And Westchester rounding out the division at. 0-8. Oh, Taking a look, just a little more analysis into it. So, for the teams and where they lie, a couple of teams are very much in position to clinch over the next few days. Um, you have DRS right now at 15 points, and Rambam and North Shore at 12. I know North Shore, North Shore's problem uh, as compared to DRS and is that DRS and Rambam still have, uh, and have to as well, still have many more possible points in front of them. Right now, North Shore's max possible points is 18. The borderline for the playoffs now is 19 points at this point, and that's Flatbush, because Flatbush could still get 19 points. So any team that could still notch over, that can notch over 19 points over the next couple of days is in. They will be in, and that will sort of be their road towards the year. The teams that can do so at this point, um... DRS has no games over the next two weeks. So the truth is, DRS uh, really can get in by other teams losing because there are several other teams that are playing that can sort of knock the mark down. If Flatbush is to lose, if Hank's to lose a couple of games, Solomon Schechter, that brings that line down just a bit. Right now, North Shore. Uh, is the line on the outside with 18 points? Yde 16 possible points. Mag and David 12. Shari Torah is pretty much done. Shari Torah will be out or could be out at some point this week, depending on tonight's game with Hank and Solomon Schechter. Um, if they can be, they'll be eliminated if Hank were to take a win, I believe, because Hank will be up to 10 points. Solomon Schechter at nine. Yeah, if Hank wins tonight. With their game is on right now. Ball dropped probably about 15 minutes ago. Shari Toro could be done by the night's end. If not, uh, they have Hank a little later on in the week, and that could pretty much do it. There are other scenarios, but those are right now the easiest to cover. Uh, so, again, um, that might sound a little convoluted, but right now the, the line that teams are aiming for is... Technically, it's 19 points. If you hit that 19-point mark right now, you're looking in towards the playoffs. Uh, that'll update over the, over the next couple of weeks, but that's for the East. Out in the West, you have three teams with a total possible 20 points, and they're the line because you have SAR that can hit 27, MTA and TABC both hit 26, Frisch can hit 23, but you have Kushner, Hill and JEC each with 20 possible. Now, that line is going to lessen significantly um and SAR is right there they're right at the border so SAR can find themselves clinching over the next 2 weeks they have a game against MTA uh this coming Monday night they can't probably can't clinch with that by itself now the Kushner and JEC have not played but um they'll probably be able to uh let me just see is Kushner or JEC or Hill actually playing actually i don't think either of those any of those teams are playing over the next two weeks. So, SAR may have to wait until we get back um, in two weeks to even consider having a, a clinching situation unless some team from up above just takes a couple of really bad losses. But, uh, that's where we stand. Ramaz and Westchester teetering very, very close to, uh, to, to being sort of on the outs. Westchester can only get a possible 12 points. Ramaz only a possible 14 points, and so these teams right now in a little bit of danger. Taking a look at the weeks ahead, this coming uh, tonight we thought we I just mentioned the Hank Solomon Schechter game. Tomorrow night Rambam hosts YDE. Hafter hosts Solomon Schechter. SAR will host MTA, and Westchester will host Frisch. Westchester still looking for their first win. Looking to just add and get themselves back in the top of the division. Wednesday night, Flatbush will host Hafter. Hank will host Shari Torah. Meg and David hosting Solomon Schechter. And on Thursday night, Solomon Schechter will play their fourth game on the week. Solomon Schechter travels to Flatbush, so Solomon Schechter will go from having played eight games—sorry, seven games—to having played um, eleven games. All in a one week stretch. They'll actually end up playing again next Monday night when they go to North Shore in a rematch of uh, their overtime game with them. I think that was two and a half weeks ago. Then on Wednesday night, re- next Wednesday night, big matchup between Robbomb and Hafter, the two teams sort of battling for that, for one of the two by slots at the top of the division. Mag and David, YDE both fighting for one of the last, or one of the lower slots uh, in the playoffs at the bottom of the division. Saturday night after that, the 23rd, we'll have Kushner and TABC, Frisch hosting JEC, and Shari Tora hosting Rambam. Taking a look at the varsity rankings for the week, a lot of movement, especially at the top. SAR, with their wins over Kushner and TABC, jumping into the top spot this week. TABC dropping from first to third DRS moving back up to the second spot uh, with their win over Hank. TABC again taking that win over Hafter and Ramaz, but that loss to SAR, dropping them down into the third spot. First stays at 4, Hafter stays at 5, MTA at 6, Rambam, Hank, Kushner, JEC, Ramaz, North Shore, Solomon Schechter, Megan David, Flatbush, YDE, Hillal Shari, and Westchester all staying in form from 4 down to 19. Moving over to JV Hockey now, where division's looking to get just a little bit tighter. Starting out in the West, we have uh, a shakeup at the top of the West. Kushner came into the week at the top, no longer there. That started out with a 2-1 loss to SAR this past Monday night. Alex Levy breaking the tie late in the third period to give SAR the win and up their record to 4-1. and one. It would stay that way only until Thursday night when it would be TABC taking uh, their first game on the week, a 4-0 blanking of SAR. Zachary Levy with two goals, Ben Englinder and Barak Karpov, each with one for TABC. Charles Gibber with another shutout. TABC would also face after last night, just like their varsity counterparts. And it would be, the night would be long to Charles Gibber and Jake Rothenberg. Great game through two periods. Third period, though, Jake Rothenberg scoring off the faceoff with 8.05 left to give TABC the lead. Rothenberg would also score another one late just after the switch to put TABC up 2 to nothing. Charles Gibber would let those goals stand up with yet another shutout. TABC, at this point, given up only one goal through half the season. That's phenomenal. I, I mean, Gibber, we knew, was going to be a major factor as one of, if not the best goalie, in the league going up against Billy Glickman last night, uh, just really showed how far along TABC is and just how far the rest of the league has to catch up. This division though is going to stay TABC's right now until TABC and Frisch meet up. That is really going to decide the fate of the Western conference. And the truth is we may very well be looking at a rematch of last year's championship in this year's championship. Um, But right now, Frisch uh, at 4-0, still undefeated after defeating Ramaz 7-0 this past week. For Ramaz, it was a second loss on the week, a 4-2 loss to MTA to begin the week. Both of those losses combined knock Ramaz out of any playoff contention as Ramaz falls to 0-8. Still looking for their first win. Those two losses, all they needed to be out. Um, it's funny how coming into Saturday night in the West, though, um, there were there was a, a log logjam at eight points. We had five teams tied at eight points. You had TABC and Frisch both at four and zero with eight points. JEC at four and one. SAR at four and two. And MTA at three three one and one. Now of this, the the team that gets hurt the most easily MTA because MTA is right there. But, even if they win their next their their last two games, and uh, those are definitely not gimmies taking a look at mta 's last two games MTA has SAR uh, tomorrow night, and then MTA will have to end up playing JEC on the twenty sixth those two games aren 't gimmies, but even if they were they get so they get to twelve points. It is still extremely likely that four of the at uh, four other teams, because you have TABC, Kushner, Frisch, JC, and SAR. Now, it is still very likely that all four of these teams will jump the 12-point mark. So MTA right now, their fate is not in their hands, even after their hot start. And a year that really exceeded expectations may still very much fall by the wayside. It is very likely that 12 points even if they get it. If they lose one of these games, then it's pretty much all but over for them because these teams are going to jump. You have TABC already at 10 points. You have Kushner at nine points with a 4-1-1 uh, uh, record. Uh, despite their loss this week, Kushner still very likely to get above the 10-point mark. And then it it's has to happen that Frisch, JEC, and SAR will get above that. So for MTA, the best you can do is win out and really pray. But the fact that you have all these teams so close together, it's going to make for an amazing second half of the regular season to finish out. And really, that's compacted over the next Three to four weeks, so we're in for some really tough battles out in the JV West. Over in the JV East, though, things really starting to shake out, especially after the Hafter loss. With the Hafter loss, they fall to 3-2, and meaning that they are right now in a tie with North Shore for third in the division. North Shore, though, at three and four. So the truth is, just a nice divide between the top three and the bottom four. Speaking of the top three, you had DRS defeating Hank 8-1 to one this past Wednesday night. You had Rambam defeating Flatbush 12-1 to one on Monday night. So you have Rambam now at five o and one Rambam can clinch with a win over North Shore this coming week or losses by Flappish and Mag and David. So they have 11 points. You have DRS at 3-1-1. And then, as I said, you have Hafter and North Shore. But the truth is, right now, the, because of that loss last night, you have to believe the division is a two-team race. Taking a look at Rambam's schedule for the remainder of the season, Rambam's got North Shore tomorrow night. North Shore. Uh, again, hampered by not having Charles Greshus. North Shore getting out, getting away with a two-one victory over Hank this past week um, to up their record to three and four. That was the only other game on the week. Um, so North Shore having trouble with teams that are not even in playoff position. You then have Rambam going to face uh, Flatbush in a couple of weeks, who they manhandled this week as we said 12 to 1 you have hank who is only who only has one win so right there for R- three of rambam's four games are against teams below 500 the only game that they have remaining that's above 500 is half to at the end of the year but the truth is if rambam were to win out that game is sort of meaningless uh, in terms of deciding whether or not they'll get, uh, they'll get a home game. The question is whether or not they'll come away with the top seed, and that uh, that really focuses on whether or not DRS, with their schedule, will be able to hang with them. Now, if you look at DRS' schedule, DRS will face TABC uh, on Sunday the 24th, and so that game will be a, a, a telling story for the East. Not only that, but they then have to go on the road to face Hefter on the 2nd. We've skipped over their game in YDE on the 30th. Uh, but they'll also have to play Hafter again on February 4th. So the truth is, the team that's sitting pretty as a result of this week, the Rambam Ravens. Right now, the Ravens look to have the inside track. Unless they falter against a team that they should squarely beat, Rambam looks to have the inside track to be the division champions in the Eastern Conference in DRS and Hafter fighting to not have to go on the road in the first round of the playoffs. Taking a look at the rest of the East, we talked about Rambam, DRS, Hafter, and North Shore. Flatbush and Mag and David both tied at 2-4 and four with four points. Hank at 1-6 and six can be eliminated this week with a loss to Mag and David or a tie, and Hafter and North Shore wins. And YDE at 0-6 on the brink of elimination as well. Taking a look at the week oh let's not forget sorry. Also, also let's not forget last week's game between J. last night's game between JAC and Kushner postponed because of the weather. Taking a look at the week ahead, the weeks ahead. Tomorrow night Rambam will host North Shore, SAR will host MTA and Frisch will host Ramaz. Ramaz's ninth game of the year. Ramaz will wrap up their season. Uh let's take a look when is their last game? Uh, SAR on the thirty-first of January. So after tomorrow, they'll have a nice long month and a half break. Uh, Wednesday night, Flap, which will host Hafter. Hafter looking to get back on track after their loss last night, and Hank looking to uh, p- just put another win and play spoiler in Mag and David's hopes to reach a playoff spot right now. Hank at uh, one and six, Mag and David at uh, two and four. We said. Next week, North will host YDE, SAR, and Kushner will meet up in SAR for the rematch of their game from this past week. Mag and David will host Hafter, Hank will host Frisch in a cross game, another cross game, DRS hosting TABC. That's going to be a major game that will shape both conferences, as we said. And YDE and Mag and David taking a look at... Uh, just divisions, especially in the East. We said Rambam on the verge of clinching, and that's because the magic number right now in the East is 12. You have three teams. You have North Shore, Flappish, and Mag and David, who can only get at most 12 points. So with a Rambam win, they jump to 13 points, and they are in. DRS could be close to that depending on how many of those teams lose. And the truth is that game against TABC may very well be... uh, Actually, you know what? I'm not sure that that can be. I don't think that nine points would be anywhere close to to having a uh, division clincher. But you know what? It depends. You, you never, you can never really know. Um, who knows? In two weeks from now, we could be talking about DRS being on the verge of clinching a playoff spot just by virtue of the fact that other teams have lost so many games that, that that's a reality. North Shore could hit six losses. Flatbush could hit um, six losses as well, I believe. Uh, no, Flatbush only has one game, so Flatbush can only hit five losses. It, it could still get itself extremely close to that. So, In two weeks, though, we'll have a much more uh, focused and much more um, filtered division so that we know exactly what is going on with the East and the West. Um, the West though, right now, just a little too tight to really give any insight as to who can clinch when, because the truth is, like I said, everybody is just so packed. You have several teams that could still get 16 points. So the truth is the West is going to come down to, I'm going to say the very last two weeks of games. And that's going to make for an exciting stretch run into the playoffs. Taking a look at the JV rankings after this week, TABC. Firmly entrenched in the top spot with wins over SAR and Hafter, two top five teams. Frisch, DRS at two and three. Hafter jumping up to fifth, uh, sorry, from fifth to fourth despite the loss. And that was because of SAR's loss to TABC despite their win to Kushner. Kushner falling out of the top five all the way down to seven. Rambam sitting in sixth right now. 8th JEC, nine MTA, they have Mag and David at 10. Flatbush jumping up to 11th despite the loss to Rambam, and that was because North Shore dropping down to 12th with the uh, small win over Hank, so they dropped down 1, Ramaz, Hank, and YDE rounding out the league. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nachum Segal Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports we are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Moving over to basketball. We're going to start out with girls today and we're going to start out in girls varsity B where we had the rematch of last week's game between SAR and Bruria. Sorry, SKA and Bruria. We told you last week. Bruria snapping the snide, taking a 41 to 30 victory over SKA. Could this be This season, that Breweria gets over the hump and finally breaks SKA's streak. Again, we told you the last time that, that Breweria or anybody defeated SKA was two years ago. It happened once, and then it was SKA taking the rest, including the championship game. This season, though, Breweria really proving that this is going to be or potentially going to be their year. The rematch in Bruria, a 33-24 victory for Bruria. So Bruria sitting atop the league, a perfect 6-0. Now it is all about the rest of the regular season just setting themselves up for seeding. Uh, they do have one game up over Mag and David. Mag and David faced Elon this week, this past Thursday night. There's no reported score. So the truth is they could be 3-1, and they could be 2-2. and Bruria could have that advantage over them. Um, Breweria and Mag and David uh, will meet up in a couple of weeks. Just checking on when that game actually will be. Breweria and Mag and David will next, will actually, Mag and David will first face SKA tomorrow night. So that'll be the first challenge for Mag and David. But just taking a look at Breweria, uh, Breweria and Mag and David will face off uh, in February, they already played once this year. So the truth is, Bruria, I, I think Bruria should at least feel comfortable about themselves where they stand right now, and the fact that at still at six and zero after having faced the arguably the top two teams in the league and beating them, uh, they have to they have to feel like like this is they're confident that this is their year. Uh, the only other game we do have a. Uh, score for on the week Shal- uh, Shalamath taking a thirty-one eighteen victory over Shari Torah. Uh, the way the league breaks down in standings: Burya up at six and Ska at three and two, Mag and David two and one, shall have it at two and two, Ilan tied at one and two, Shari Torah at zero and six. Again, Ilan and Mag and David playing this last this last week, not having a score for that tomorrow night, Mag and David hosting SKA. So good news for Bruria, either SKA will get their third loss, or Mag and David will get at least their second, giving them a little more breathing room. Uh, Wednesday night, Shari Tower hosting Shalhevet, uh, Shalamith hosting Ilan, and then Thursday night, Shalhevet will host Mag and David. Next week, three games on the Wednesday, the 20th, Bruria hosting Ilan, Shari Torah hosting Mag and David, Shalamith hosting Shalhevet, and then that Thursday, Shalamas hosting SKA. Moving over to girls varsity A now. Um, seven games on the last week. The biggest, the uh, two first place, the matchup between the two first place teams at that point. This past Wednesday night between an SAR and Central. SAR staying undefeated, dominating Central sixty to thirty-two. Staying undefeated, now a perfect 6-0. and Central, as a result of the loss, dropping to 4-3, and and combined with Flatbush taking a forfeit win over Solomon Schechter and a 36-30 win over Amaz, Flatbush now jumps into the top of the East. So uh, th- those are the two East scores, taking a look at what happened in the West. Um, now that SAR, a perfect 6-0, and uh, you have Note and Frisch trying to keep pace. Frisch taking a 57-32 to win over Hillel to start the week, and then getting the better of that Note squad, 31-29 this past Thursday night. So Frisch uh, and Note, both of whom came into that game with one loss, Frisch jumps ahead, despite the fact that they're still behind in terms of wins. The fact that they now have only one loss, Note has two. Uh, really puts Frisch in a good place for when it comes down to the end of the division. I know S.A.R. and Frisch, I believe, faced last week, and they we already have a result for that. Uh, S.A.R. dominating Frisch 49-25, but at least in terms of getting themselves in place to get some revenge a little later on in the year uh they put themselves in the best position only being one game behind SAR right now the only other game played on the week bruria upping themselves up to 3 and 3 i believe um they started out if i remember correctly bruria started out 1 and 3 they've taken two wins uh no sorry bruria started out with um one uh 1 2 they start at 1-2, and two, and now they've upped their record to 3-3. Three and three. So they've pushed themselves back into contention for a playoff spot. Like we said last week or two weeks ago, we talked about the fact that they played a very tough first-end schedule, now starting to hit games that are uh, more in their wheelhouse and actually making good on them. Making up for the early losses, improving to three and three. Taking a look at the divisions. Uh, starting out in the West, SAR at six and zero, Maya six and two, Frisch at five and one, Bruria as we said three and three, Heschel two and three with the loss, Hillel two and four with their loss, Kushner at zero and eight. Four games left to go for them, just about done. If uh, Bruria were to take a win, uh. Against Heschel or Kushner were to lose in two weeks to Mayanote, their season would be over, uh, leaving it to just the rest of the teams fighting for a playoff spot. F- Flatbush leading the East at four and two, Central at four and three, Ramaz and Hank tied at three and three now as a result of Ramaz's loss, so Hank now jumping into a tie with Ramaz for the third and fourth spots. North Shore right behind at two and three. After at 1-2, and two. Solomon Schechter. Now, Solomon Schechter is a little interesting because Solomon Schechter, if you look on the website, has forfeited the remainder of their season. And so you see how everybody's uh, standings are sort of affected by it. Um, I have not added that into my equations yet. I will do that this week. For the purposes of this show, Solomon Schechter is 0-4. Everybody else is, um, as they stand, without their games against Solomon Schechter, Uh, with the exception of up to Flatbush this past week and uh, we'll discuss that Uh, again it's something I really don't want to touch on because the truth is they weren't really sure that they would want to be in the league uh, when the season started there was a question as to whether it would actually be they tried it um, and now at this point having four losses it's just I guess they've decided that it's just not something that they want to continue to do so Nothing much you can do about that. Just cut your losses, move on, and just hope for a better future. But we will factor those in over the weeks ahead, and uh, hopefully you know, better times ahead for Solomon Schechter uh, girls' basketball. Taking a look at the schedule for the week, Monday night, Brewery will host Heschel, Ramaz will host North Shore. Wednesday night, Hillal hosting Heschel, Flappish hosting S.A.R. So S.A.R. looking to take their second crossover game against a top team in the division. Uh, looking to add another notch to their belt, uh, this, the I believe, the rematch of last year's championship game. Thursday night, North Shore hosting Hank, and Sunday, North Shore hosting Hillel. Two weeks, we have Heschel hosting North Shore, Ramaz hosting Frisch, Hafter hosting Flaprish, and Mayanot hosting Kushner taking a quick run through girls jv five games on the week four we only only four that we have scores for in the east great week for hafter not such a great week for the teams around it hafter going two and oh taking uh, a win over previously undefeated north shore Forty-seven to thirty-four. North Shore dropping to six and one after upping themselves to four and one after a win over Hank last night. For Hank, the second loss on the week after a massive loss this past Monday to S.A.R. sixty to twenty-two. Hank dropping 2 three and three after the zero two week. Over in the West, um, uh, the only other game on the week, Maya Note taking a massive win over Westchester. So, as we said last week, which for those of you that didn't get a chance to hear it, with SAR and Mayanote winning, we now have our three teams in the West as Bruria and Westchester have been eliminated. So Frisch, SAR, and Mayanote have all clinched playoff parts. The only question is going to be the seeding. You now have Frisch, SAR, and Mayanote all at 5 wins. Frisch at 5-0. SAR and Mayanote at 5-1. and one. Breweria at 2-6. and six, Westchester at 0-6. Oh Mayanote and Frisch actually played this past week. Do not have a score for that. So Frisch uh, will either have one loss... And we'll um and yeah, you know, we can be slated for a three way tie again. Or Frisch could have put distance between themselves and Mayanot over in the east. Uh North Shore still at the top at six and one, Hafter though at four and one, Hank at three and three, Ramaz at two and four, flawbush at one and four central and one and seven. On the next two weeks, not that many games. Brewery and Flatbush tomorrow night. North Shore Ramaz on Tuesday night. Next week, Wednesday night Central and Ramaz. And Thursday, Hefter hosting Flatbush and Westchester hosting Frisch. Moving over to boys' JV basketball. Looking like three teams really running away with their divisions. Hefter at 7-0 in the East after their uh, 69-39 trouncing of Rambam. Putting a ton of distance between them and the next top teams in the division. Over in the West, you have TABC and Frisch doing the same. TABC and Frisch, each at 6-0, each taking wins on the week. Frisch, a 69-64 win over Ramaz, dropping Ramaz to 2-4. TABC, a 50-44 win over... Over hill, so TABC and Frisch pushing themselves out. Obviously, you still have a couple of undefeated teams other than them left in their divisions. You have JEC, who is at four and zero in the West. You have Shari Torah, who is at three and zero in the East. Uh, gonna come down to that Shari Torah Hafter game Saturday night, the twenty third. That might be the one that breaks open the division for one of these two teams because after that, there will only be one undefeated team left in the East. TABC and Frisch, um, obviously cannot wait to get to those. That is going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, Let me try to be a little more specific on that. The um, TABC-Frisch matchups over in Boys JV Basketball will be January 6th. Now, Frisch will face JEC before that on the 27th. JEC and TABC will meet up on January 3rd. So that one week will probably decide how the West fares in JV basketball. Other games played this past week. YDE jumps to 4 and 2 with a 62-28 win over Ezra. Rambam taking two losses on the week actually, North Shore jumping out to the 500 market 3 and 3 with a 60 to 30 win over Rombom. that though happening after DRS narrowly escapes North Shore 55 to 52 to keep their record uh, at 4 and, well, to up their record to 4 and 1. Taking a look at the division's Halfter at 7 and 0. DRS at 4 and 1, YDE 4 and 2, Shari Torah 3 and 0, North Shore 3 and 3, Mag and David 2 and 1, Hank 2 and 2, Flatbush 2 and 6, Rambam 1 and 7, and Ezra 0 and 6. Rambam, Ezra, and Flatbush all teetering perilously close. Uh, to dropping out of the playoff race, and if they do that, they will only need to be one more team to fall. after just on the cusp of making it into the postseason. Out in the West, TABC and Frisch at 6-0, JEC at 4-0, SAR 4-2, and two, Heschel at 3-3, three three, MTA at 2-2, two two, Ramaz and Kushner at 2-4, Hillel at 1-3. and in Westchester falling out of it at 0-6. Oh Again, TABC and Frisch close to playoff clinching. Both these teams can do it over the next couple of days. Monday night, trio of games. Shari Toro hosting Mag and David. Ramaz hosting Maor, Flatbush hosting Rambam. That game against Shari Torah with Mag and David could provide some fireworks against Mag and David at 2-1. They're only lost to Hafter, but uh, nothing says that they're not good enough to beat this Shari Torah team, the defending champions, looking to put that notch in their belt and get back towards the top. Wednesday night, YDE hosting Mag and David. Thursday, North Shore hosting Hank. Next week, Westchester hosting Ramaz. North Shore hosting Hafter. Uh, next Tuesday night, next Wednesday, a trio. Kushner hosting SDR. North Shore hosting Shari. Megan David hosting DRS. And the Motzei Shabbos after the 23rd. Hafter hosting Shari Torah. And Hill hosting Kushner. Finally, we're going to finish off today's show with Boys Varsity Basketball. Boys Varsity Basketball had some really interesting matchups this week, including the first episode of the Route 4 Rivalry. Uh, As we know, last year of TABC, Frisch, two very interesting games, uh, one coming right down to the wire Uh, this year. The uh, first matchup of the two occurred this past week, uh, this past um, Tuesday, with Frisch... Behind the Jacks, dominating TABC 68 to 59, Jack Levine Jack Stepner dropping 20 and 19 respectively for Frisch in the victory. Uh, Frisch able to keep themselves perfect, heading into their game on Thursday night with SAR. SAR also heading into that game perfect after defeating JEC 43 to 34 the night before. S.A.R. taking a 13-point lead into the break, looking like they were going to knock off Frisch for the first time this year. Frisch, though, coming back to stay a stop uh, top the pack behind Jack Stepner's 23 points. So Frisch moves out to a perfect 8-0 record. SAR taking their first loss on the year at 5-1. Judah Oppenheimer pacing SAR with 20, with sorry with 18 in the loss. Also taking their first loss on the week. The Heschel Heat. Heschel taking a 44-34 loss. As Hoodie Weiss drops 14 points for the MTA Lions. Jesse Abed led Heschel in the loss with 10. So SAR and Heschel both taking first losses. Dropping to 5-1 and one on the year. Other games this past week. TABC uh, not all a loss. Taking a 60-50 win over Hillel last Sunday. So TABC able to move, to move out of the week with a 5-4 and four record. Um, Ramaz and Waterbury met up last Sunday. Here, Waterbury had a 13-point lead at the half. Ramaz scoring 42 in the second half to overcome the deficit, take the win. Johnny Barrett and Aaron Shapiro led the Rams in the victory. Uh, David Reiser led the game for Waterbury with 15 in the loss as Ramaz took the 69-60 to victory. Other games on the week in the West... Um, only other game on the week actually Waterbury able to uh, rebound from that loss to defeat MTA 42 to 26. Taking a look at the West standings: Frisch at the top at eight and zero, SAR and Heschel at five and one, TABC at five and four, Waterbury even at five and five, Ramaz at four and three, MTA at four and five, Kushner at three and four. Pillow at one and seven, and JEC staying winless at 0 and six. Moving over to the east now, and we'll start out with the t- at the top where a big shakeup as North Shore able to avenge an earlier season loss, taking out Rambam by one fifty-four to fifty-three. So Rambam drops to its second loss on the year, leaving a clear hole for DRS and Mag and David to shoot through. As they are both currently still undefeated. DRS taking a massive win over Solomon Schechter earlier on in the week. Mag and David defeating YDE 67-54. to uh, Steven Mizrahi the double-double. 20 points, 15 rebounds. Uh, also taking a massive win over Derek Hattora. So Mag and David staying perfect at 6-0. DRS perfect at 8-0. Scores from around the rest of... Of the week, Flatbush taking a 62 to 45 win over Sharitora. Eddie Linser leading the game with 18 points for the Falcons. Uh, let's see what else. Rambam able to bounce back from their loss to North Shore to drop Hefter in the uh, battle for Frost Lane, 54 to 48. So Rambam sweeping the uh, the Hefter Hawks this year. Ethan Aaron. This time leading Rambam with 19 points in the victory, so Rambam out to eight and two. Uh, North Shore, uh, the record stands at four and four. Um, Hank, the Hank drops to three and two after losing to hafter last night. hafter rebounding for a 54 to 46 victory over Hank Shailaniato taking 20 in the win for Hafter. Derech played three times this past week, losing all three, including to Solomon Schechter. Solomon Schechter's first win in the Yeshiva League, uh, 57-56 victory over Derek Other losses on the week, Shari Torah setting the high watermark for their win over Derek last night, winning 97-48, so 97 points, getting close to triple digits. The highest score, I, I believe, in the last several years in the Yeshiva League, but 97, definitely the high watermark on the year. We told you about Mag and David defeating Derr Um told you about uh, DRS Lama so yeah, that about does it for the um, uh, for the week's action. DRS at the top at 8-0, Rambam at 8-2, Mag and David at 6-0, North Shore at 4-4, Hank at 3-2, YDE and Flatbush both at 3-4, Hafter ups to three and five, Sharitora two and six, Solomon Schechter at one and eight, YDH finishing the week at zero and ten. Only team not in action on the week: Kushner. Everybody else played last night's game between JEC and Ramaz got postponed because of the weather. And today MTA faced Heschel. Other games on the week. We'll start out with this week, where tomorrow night JEC will host Solomon Schechter and Derek Torah will host Hank. Tuesday we'll see North Shore hosting Ramaz. Thursday, SAR hosting Hafter. Hilal taking on Ramaz, North Shore taking on Hank, and YDE hosting Heschel. Solomon Schechter will host Derekatora in the rematch of their game, Derek Torah, looking for their first win, looking to avenge the loss from this past week. Next week, though. Heschel and Flap will do battle a rematch of the semifinals from two years ago. Uh, Tuesday, next Tuesday, we'll also see North Shore hosting Hafter and Ramaz hosting Derek Torah. Wednesday, we'll have Kushner and SAR, North Shore and Shari Torah, And Mag and David and DRS will do battle where one of those two teams will leave that game with their first loss of the season. Again, that will be Wednesday the 20th, Thursday the 21st. Hank will host TABC. Hillal hosting Waterbury. Flatbush hosting YDE. Solomon Schechter hosting Rambam. Uh, and that following Saturday night, five games. Hafter hosting Shari Torah. DRS hosting Frisch in what could be a battle between two the two last undefeated teams in the league, depending on what happens with uh, DRS's game against Mag and David. Kushner will host Megan and David, MTA hosting Hank, and Hillel hosting JEC. Uh, well, that about does it for basketball. Again, to every one of our listeners, happy Hanukkah, um, Hanukkah this week. I know a lot of there are a lot of games going over Hanukkah for uh, what seems to be the first time ever a ton of games. Uh, But uh, that's probably because it's needed, given how little time is left in the Yeshiva League season that was a lot to get through thank you ladies and gentlemen once again for tuning in to the court report again right now we're slated to not be on next week but uh, you never know like I said we may have a show for you stay tuned, keep listening in keep watching Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we will let you know whether or not we will have a show for you next Sunday, maybe taking a little break for the holiday uh, but if I can get an interview for you then that will be on next week if you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the Court Report in our archives on the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, Jam in the A.M. with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the app or at nachumsegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718 769 Four one 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 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the A.M. at around 7:20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the A.M. sports update. You can also reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Once again, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Reminding you, it's good to be smart, but better to be wise. See you next week, right here on the Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Segal Nachumsegel Network, nachumsegel.com.